So we came up with four areas. We put hospitality in the middle and came up with four areas that we thought would be key to what we needed to do work with in our two parishes. And they are, um, you can start in any part of it and go around, whichever it doesn't make any difference if you start with marketing or where you start with. They're all equal. And it kind of, you can turn it and go around. So it's the four areas that we came up with were marketing, welcoming, ministry, and family. And then we started diagramming out uh, aspects of that that are important for each parish. Now this diagram is extremely fluid. You know, the branches out from each one of those can change at any time, depending on what we see as a new need <coughs> for each one of those. Then we started inviting parishioners to come and join uh, the hospitality group, and Father Leo gave us this mission. Our job was to find as many people as possible to come to the next meeting. And so we gave short talks at the end of at masses uh, on one weekend, and we, uh, we raised questions. These are the things that we came up with as we looked at hospitality and these four areas. Would you come and help us find the answers to those questions? And that seemed to prove really effective to have them say, you know, we don't have the answers. Come and help us find them. And so that's how we set, set this up. We had sign-up sheets, and we divided them up into the same four areas, and people were welcome to sign up for more than one. Some of them were interested in being on the marketing. Some were interested in being on all four of them. Didn't make any difference. They could sign up four times. And at the first meeting, it was surprising at how many people showed up for that. We were just very, very pleased at how many people showed up. And we had tables set up, and they were labeled marketing, welcoming, ministry, hospitality, and just asked people, pick one of those for today. And then uh, we asked them to focus on the branches out from each one of those and come up with, and this is key, an action something could, that they could do with each one of those. And that seemed to be a key to getting something done. And then at the end, we had this sharing of what everybody came up with to do. And we, we were amazed at how they overlapped. But it didn't seem to matter because it meant we were all sort of on the same page. And we've used the same way of doing meetings several times. And sometimes people just hang on to the same group. Some people shift to the different one. But always, we come up with all sorts of things to do. Greeters at church were the first thing that we decided to do. And we came up with a name tag. And I have a copy of it here for you. We put hospitality, first name, and then whichever parish, whether it was St. Ambrose or St. Patrick, they're hanging on hooks and people grab them as, as their greeters and they're wearing those, okay? It makes very, a big difference that you know the greeter's name. It was something quite amazing with that because that was something everyone could do. Some people are nervous about standing up and reading. Some people are nervous about, you know, serving. But everybody can greet and that was really fascinating. We have children reading. I remember this adorable little boy he looked up at this person coming in and goes, thank you so much for choosing St. Ambrose. <laughs> well, what's a better greeting than that? It was just adorable. We have couples greeting together, 
uh, families, greeting, single folks. We have one couple who is a mixed faith marriage who greet together. And to, to the woman who is not Catholic but comes with her husband all the time, she felt so much a part of the church and that made a huge difference to her. She's there whenever she can be there. When we were greeters, we came about a half an hour before mass and uh, we opened the doors, we turned on the lights and that to everyone is an immediate sign of welcoming. And if we stood at St. Ambrose's door, a little different than St. Patrick's, we watched folks trying to find a place to park. And those of us who were standing there, we'd see them pause, look at the parking lot, drive down the street, walk back. At the Easter vigil, I watched this one lady drive like crazy through the parking lot three or four times. And I'm going, why doesn't she just come in? So I asked her, and she said, well, there's no obvious place to park. I'm a visitor. I don't, I don't know where I'm supposed to park. The whole side of the church is labeled handicapped. And then someone else said to me, do you have an elevator? Do we really have to climb up these stairs? Well, yeah, we all know there's an elevator, but she didn't know where it was. And then they would say, where are your bathrooms? Well, we know where they are. They didn't. So Jackie and I walked the parking lot, walked around the church one morning with visitors' eyes, and we're going, oh, they can't see where this is. So we started putting up signs. And we have something like this. Made signs that say, St. Ambrose Church Parking. How simple is that? <laughs> Elevator, like this, with an, an arrow pointing to where the door is. Signs that say social hall and restrooms. We have an elevator at St. Ambrose, so we put a sign in the elevator as well that said social hall restrooms on this floor. All of a sudden, people were coming in and parking, and we weren't having that kind of problem. But as usuals in the parish, we didn't think there was any problem. We knew. But you know Deadwood? Tons and tons of guests in that parish. Huge, huge on guests. We always have more guests than we have visitors because it's Deadwood. Lead probably the same way, but not as much. So we really have to look for the people who are not used to the parish. But if we had not been standing at the door greeting people, we would never have seen or run into those issues. So the greeters are so key. And another issue at St. Ambrose was mass times. At some point, the mass time got changed from 5.30 to 6.00. Well, we all knew that, but we would be, as greeters, we'd come up and we'd see all these people packed in front of the door with these concerned looks on their faces because it was almost 5.30. And then we found out that they'd look up on the internet, general mass times, and it said 5.30. So what we did, and if you flip your uh, handout over, we did two things. Uh, the top one is a bigger one, it looks like this. And we took it around. Some people from the hospitality group spent a lot of time over the summer going to every single hotel, every single motel, every single campground, and put these up. We put them in the hospitals, in the clinics, so that people could see exactly when the times were for both things. They also would call St. Ambrose Rectory. Well, there hasn't been a priest there for years. It's a very popular guest house, and there's no phone. So they didn't have the right phone number either. So we did this, and then if you look at the bottom of the page, 
we made these little cards. They're like little business cards. And you can see them at the bottom with F and G. One side says Deadwood, one side says St. Ambrose. And they fit in wallets and purses, and they go so fast. We have them at the front door. Uh, we have them on the guest book. <coughs> but it's amazing how even parishioners want one of these. And how easy would it be to change this if you needed to? Just to reprint it. So those were very effective ways of finding out what guests need. My next page here. Father Leo suggested that to get hospitality moving, kind of a good action. Sir, there are places up here with the treats on it. If you want to come up here, because there's treats. <laughs> Surely you need a treat. He thought that one way to start uh, getting the hospitality moving in some kind of an action right away is to have the greeters pick three people to bring up the gifts. Any three. And so that's a job of the greeters. It was most interesting. We, often we, we have guests because there are so many. But the guests tell us, thank you so much. We felt like we were a part of the service. We're not just visitors. We were a member of it. So there's something about that that's extremely powerful that surprised us all. I don't think we've ever gotten a no. We do, do try to include parishioners, but it doesn't really make any difference. But it's amazing what the guests think about that. Uh, then we had to take a serious look at how we react to these little ones that come to church and they're not always angels. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Yes, oh, the greeters go in the back and help and tell them what to do. That's the job of the greeters. Whoever picks them goes in the back and tells them how to go up with them. That's very, that, thank you for that. forgot that. But for the little ones, you know how they are. You know, and we don't have a lot of them at St. Ambrose, and we have three adorable little blonde-headed girls that are about the same age, and they can be just angels, and then they can just be so naughty. But we, we schooled ourselves in being the first people to turn to the parents with a smile. That, that was so important that the parents felt that they were welcome no matter what, you know, and to include them in the greeting. And then we have a little packet for them in the back with a, a, a little sack like so with coloring pages, really just coloring pages, little books, colors, and the parents go, thank you. Sometimes they turn into airplanes, but usually. <laughs> we also had it thought it was very important to uh, communicate with people. So we have boards like the one that you saw as you came in, uh, in the front entrances of the church. We have one in the elevator. And we put down mass times, a greeting, at least a welcome. And you can kind of look at what I wrote on that as what we do, to just kind of make people feel immediately, <coughs> visibly, that they are welcome in our parish. The people in the elevator love it. One person said to me, it's so nice that you have that in the board. We don't get greeted, you know, because we don't come in the front door. So it's nice to see that you're le at least adding with us what's going on in the parish. That went out into my head as something else to do. I was one of the worst in the hospitality in being hospitable because I was a school teacher and I wanted that one hour just for myself and I didn't want to have to be over there talking to people and doing all of that. Also, I'm not really tall and so I wanted to find a seat where I could see everything just fine and I found it 
because there was a place in front for uh, wheelchairs and nobody blocked my view and that was my view. And <laughs> no one took it and I never moved down. I didn't let anyone in. And then I went to the bishop's conference where he goes, you know a church can look like a clique where visitors come in and everybody's sitting in the same place. And I think I blushed and I was wondering if he was looking right straight at me. <laughs> so I decided to try it. To every, every Sunday sit in a different place. I could see just fine, no matter where I was. And all of a sudden the church looked a little different because it was a different view. I was by different people. Amazing difference for me personally. I encourage you to try it. It's quite unusual to, to have you claimed your spot? <laughs> I did. Uh, we found out at hospitality meetings that prayer for others is extremely important. <coughs> Can you find E on this handout? We have two cards like this. Look at E first. And we just did this at random. We've started it, and it's amazing the response that we're getting. We put uh, just all the mailing labels, address every one of these cards ahead of time. And then uh, every, sun, every week we pick at random six people and mail those out. We have no idea really who we're sending them to. It doesn't matter. And they get the cards saying that we will be praying for you and your loved ones the week of it was Sunday through Saturday. And then Father announced that don't be concerned. We don't know everything about your family. <laughs> but we're simply praying for you. And there's always a petition that says, for all those we're lifting up in prayer this week. We don't know who we're touching. It doesn't matter. But by the end of May, we will have covered everybody on the parish roster. And then we'll start over again. It's kind of interesting when you get that card and you realize the church knows you're there and praying for you. And we didn't exclude anybody. We didn't look and say, well, they don't come to church, so let's not come and give them a card. Everybody on the roster is prayed for. Makes a big difference, does it? And then we did D, and that is key. We decided we needed something a little more, little different. This one says that we are praying, we would like to congratulate you on the birth of your child, congratulate you on your wedding, uh, wish you well in your surgery, express our sympathy to the death of your loved one. We can fill in that anything we want. And we send those out kind of at, uh, when, when we get the call saying, could you send a card too? It's amazing. One lady said, could you send one of those cards to my mom up in North Dakota? Because she's having surgery this week. Well, sure. We're not done yet. <laughs> with our hospitality and stuff. We know, for example, by sending out these cards that we need to do more than just send out the card. So at our last meeting, October 18th, we decided we need to give a personal phone call to every one of those people that got one of those cards. Or, and then say things like, would you like a visit? Do you, do you, is there anything you need? Do you want Father to come out? And we get an amazing response from that. Even calling the family that had the little baby, anything you need? The next thing we found out is when we addressed those cards, we're pretty sure that the, the parish list on the computer isn't right. So our next thing is, Father's gonna hand out uh, a sort of a blank registration form. Everybody's gonna fill it out. And then we as hospitality people are gonna get the rosters correct. I'm sorry? How many are involved with making the calls 
everybody on the hospitality committee. They were kind of sort of limiting it just a tad, but then we thought, so what if they get two cards? Make any difference? For the general ones, we, we did them together. They're already done. We just sat down, a couple of us sat down and just addressed them all. And then we just we have them in stacks of seven just to send out. But you know, prayer is prayer, so it doesn't matter if they get more than one. Do you have a team of home visitors? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, the people who are doing the calling will say, uh, would you like a visit? And then if they need somebody to go, they can call one of us and we will do it as well. That's kind of, we're just starting that. Well, we went, uh, our lady went to visit a couple. The husband has been ill, but the person who really wanted to visit was the wife. Well, so that makes a difference too. Sometimes just visiting them while the husband's in the nursing home. We still have a parking issue. People are still pulling up to our parking lot knowing, are we supposed to park here? Because it's Deadwood and there's so many lots that are signified for an event. And we have that out there, $5 parking, you know, for an event. Well, we want to cover, the people will drive up and think, can we really park here? Or is this some Deadwood event? So they still don't know if they can park there. So we're gonna put something over that sign on Saturday night and Sunday morning so that they know they can come in. We always knew that. <laughs> when somebody uh, said that about the elevator, thank you for having that in the elevator, we thought, okay, as greeters, we need to keep our eye on that elevator door. And when it opens, somebody needs to be over there greeting whoever comes off of the elevator. <coughs> Then we decided, prayer being so important, that on November 8th, we all know what day that is, the hospitality committee is hosting a day of prayer for our country. We're gonna have mass at St. We picked St. Ambrose because everybody votes in Deadwood. I didn't know that, but I found that out. And so mass at Deadwood will be at 7 a.m. when the polls open, and we will have exposition afterwards and adoration all day with benediction at 7 p.m. when the polls close. Signs out inviting everyone, Catholic, non-Catholic, come in and pray before, after, during, on that day. Makes no difference whether who they are at all. And then uh, St. Patrick's, the church will also have signs up and be open. Father Leo doesn't know how to know how yet to be at two places. <laughs> he can't really have two masses and two adorations and two benedictions, so we had to pick one of the two. We did write up a mission statement, and I gave you that little slip of paper when you came in. Would you take a look at that? We didn't do it right away, because we felt like the people coming to these hospitality meetings didn't really know what it was about, and so it was better to wait for a few meetings and then do the hospitality, then, then do the mission statement. So the mission statement says what? Think that's easy to do? Yeah. It's kind of a challenge for all of us. But it's very powerful to have that little slip of paper and say, this is what we want to be. <coughs> the kind of parish that we want to be. What I really love about this hospitality committee is it's so active. We have done so many things and we have so many things to do. And we have found out that people like that. Look, we put up those signs. Look, we have this elevator to take care of. One of the
the most powerful things for me, though, and um, the person who was involved in this said I could say this about him. When I was standing at the front door, I was stunned. This guy came walking in. I had never seen him before in my life. And I introduced myself, and I greeted him, asked who he was, what parish he's from. He goes, I'm not from any parish. I'm trying to decide which one I want to join. And I said, well, here's a registration form. And then I asked him how he would like to be involved. And now he is a regular greeter. He is a lector. He's an altar server. And he's here this weekend. And you never know, had I not been standing there, would he have had that conversation. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's not that I did it. It's that the spirit moves when we invite him in. So if you see Todd, who's wandering around here somewhere, he is the one, and he's here today. Thank you. Oh, one more thing, one more thing. If you want to look at the hard copies of what we did, they're in the front and in the back. Yes? On marketing, what did you do on marketing? Marketing was when, when we're trying to sell the church, advertise the church, that was the signs. The marketing, you know, to sell exactly when mass times was, you know, to clarify that kind of thing, to sort of sell the church. Make What's that? Yeah, that they took the information, getting the information to the hotels, that kind of physical walking around. But you know, you can take that and change those words. It's all hospitality. Turned it over to. These two charming people. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. You're welcome. And we'll be around afterwards. We'll hope to have some time for questions. Thank you very much. Sandy and I are going to go through just a few things. We've got a few slides. Uh, we'll more or less go through um, just events and ways that we try to offer to our to people in our parish of all ages to encounter Christ. So we'll go through these. Maybe you can see if there's a movement in your heart um, on, on uh, certain things here. And, um, and a lot of times what we like to do when we start an event is similar to what maybe you experienced when you walked in. We like to have some praise and worship music going, um, some treats for people, maybe some door prizes to sign up for, because who doesn't like a treat and a door prize, right? So kind of to welcome people in that respect, too. You like to have that lively atmosphere. You know, we generally add some music to it, and, and just make sure that the space is is uh, ready for what we're the event that we're going to have. And we're going to probably talk about a lot of different things that um, one can do in their parish, and we don't want you to feel overwhelmed with all the information that we're giving you. But like um, Jim told us last night, and Doug just mentioned, see what stirs in your heart, and maybe what speaks to you, and the things that we're going to be talking about today, we've kind of got them categorized into do two different areas. Um, one, across the ages for people of all ages and stages of life, and then we have another one that speaks more towards the youth in our parish. First one we're going to talk about, we'll just briefly touch on, is, is host and hostesses. We added this um, after we had our uh, hospitality meetings. Um, it is in addition to greeters. We have them at the front doors. It's a team of, of uh, two people. Um, we have them at every mass. And they just seek out visitors 
especially. And they greet, they open the doors for everybody. One of them usually opens the door so nobody touches the doorknob. Um, we like them to stay late even after mass has started so that the latecomers feel like they can, we send those people to the ushers so the ushers can get them a seat. But, um, you know, walk up to the, especially visitors, we key in on visitors and we just say, hi, welcome to St. Joseph's, how you doing? Um, if we have time, what's your story? What, what brings you to Gregory? Um, so we added that, that host and hostess, and that is a ministry that uh, uh, I believe is very fruitful in our parish. Personal invitation by children at Mass for different parish events. Who doesn't like when you walk in the door of your church to see some little child there smiling and all bubbly? You know, everybody loves the little ones. So a lot of times what we'll do with our different events, maybe like uh, we just had a living rosary the other night or our CCD kickoff or living stations or whatever, we'll have little handouts, little flyers, and then have the children passing those out to everybody as they come into Mass and say, no, we'd love to have you come to our living rosary this week or whatever it may be that we're hosting. Mm -hmm. Also, parking lot picnics after Mass. We usually try to hold this once a year. Uh, around the 4th of July, Gregory is known for its big 4th of July celebration, a big parade, big carnival. We have lots of people, lots of family coming back home at that time as well. So we like to have a parish parking lot picnic after Mass. So we have our youth get involved in this. We have them set up tables out in our parking lot. Um, we have someone that donates a beef for grilling the hamburgers. Um, we have the parents of the CCD students bring salads and desserts. And it's really just a nice time of fellowship after Mass for people to sit down, share a meal together, and um, just enjoy that fellowship. Food, fun, time. and friends. Um, faith and Spirits, we do this once a year. This is a gender-specific event. Um, males have a Sunday evening where we have two hours. In the evening we have some libations. Um, we have a speaker on a, on a specific topic and we all just have, uh, we, we get together for, for those two hours and just uh, either have, uh, I wouldn't call it a stag party, but um, uh, uh, I, like, I like the men's event. I've never been to the women's event, but we do one for each, each year. Screen project. Okay, this was a uh, was something that we just did uh, just this last summer. Um, we added um, an addition a screen in the front of our church, an 11 by 7 screen, so that we can promote all of the different upcoming events. We promoted just a couple weeks ago. We promoted the summit, and we can we can drop the screen at the announcement time during Mass or before Mass or after Mass and promote different events. Very, you know, if you've ever uh, wanted to go to a movie, a lot of times we're going somewhere, we'll, we'll pull up the trailer of the movie and we'll get excited about that movie because we see that trailer. So we'll pop the screen down and we'll show a trailer of an upcoming uh, Bible study or the summit uh, just to, to get people fired up about wanting to go to something. You might... I've seen wives in the pew before reach that their husbands like, this is it, you know. So th there are some really good trailers out there. Um, Jim Becker was talk Beckman was talking about um, Beloved. There are some super good trailers for Beloved that you can show on a screen. If you have, for a lot of years, we just drug a screen into the church, set up the projector, put the microphone next to it, and did it that way. Now we did install a screen and projector system. And we've got some pictures of a lot of it. 
of these events that we'll show you later at the end. An adult retreat. This is something that is in the works that we're trying to pull together. Um, it seems like we do a lot of things for our youth and we have adults that are very hungry in our parish as well. So we're looking at trying to use one of our hunting lodges. Gregory's big for hunting down there. We have several different hunting lodges. So having some speakers come in and just have a time for parents where they can come in and have some quiet time and prayer time and have them to be fed as well. Um, one of the big things that we found with them, a lot of different things that we do with adults is childcare. And I think that is key when you are wanting those young families to get involved and if something for the moms and the dads, you need to provide that child care for them. So the, there's a lot that needs to come together for this, but hopefully we'll get this and That's a big off. deal. That is really a big deal, the child care, but uh, it, it is the one, seems to be the one way that we can get the young families to come to something. Otherwise, if they've got three or four kids, they just, they'll just chalk it off their list. But if you provide child care for them at the event, it just seems to make the difference for those young families. And a lot of times they don't seem to fit in to any of the Bible study groups. Um, the CCD kickoff event in the park each year in September before we start our CCD classes. We, we invite all the parish to a parish potluck and we have, we have a guy that brings in a buggy. We do buggy rides, we play games. Um, just food, fun, friends, fellowship, new people that we register our CCD participants at that that event and it's just a, we do it out at the ball field um, just a very well received event yeah. and we send out a postcard we send out a really fun little postcard colorful postcard to each of the youth in our parish inviting them to come to this event and on there um, it seems like sometimes bribes work really well where we're from I don't know <laughs> you know anyway so Cash. the past couple of years <laughs> we have been um, telling them if they come to this they can get a free t-shirt and this year we were really pumped because everybody got a free hoodie that came to see Pope Francis's um, quote is on the back here we focused on mercy since it is the year of mercy so every youth that came to the CCD kickoff um, actually received a free hoodie this year and um, we actually had and this has happened the past couple of years we've actually got non-catholic students that have come to our kickoff and are very active in coming every week to our CCD classes. So it's been, it seems like we need to put kind of a carrot out there sometimes to get people to come in mm -hmm. and just to show them, you know, how much, how much fun learning and, and um, growing in your relationship with Jesus can be. And one of the things that also happened to us this year with our CCD kickoff event, we usually have it in our city park and um, that's just kind of been our spot to have it. And it would have been just the week before our event, um, our paper came out, and here is this big um, announcement that one of our neighboring churches was gonna have, and they'd never had a kickoff before. They were gonna have a kickoff the same night, same place, same time as what we had planned. I had just taken our postcards, putting them in the mail that morning, and so we're in a panic. I'm just like praying, okay, God, what are we supposed to do? And got together with our teachers and brainstormed, and and we moved it to a different place, and it was awesome. It was awesome. God just took care of that and worked it right through. Happened to be it was a, it was a more intimate venue, and it mm -hmm. worked out great. Yep. Newcomers welcome and gift and introduction at Mass. For new members, Father will call our new members up towards the front, introduce them to everyone, 
and then we give them a nice little welcome basket. So that's for new members. And there's certain times of, times of the year where we have visitors, a lot of different visitors too, and at those times, it, Father oftentimes will say, you know, at the beginning of Mass, turn around, greet your neighbor, and introduce yourself as well. Mass cards in hunting lodges. Um, we've got tons of hunting lodges down in Gregory County, so we make sure that as looks similar to what yours does with mass times on it, Ruth. You know, we make sure that there's one of those in every one of the lodges. Taste and see ministry fair. This is really fun. Um, yeah, we have. This is uh, generally before. This is in late summer. Um, we set up in our parking lot again, and we set up tables for all of for most of the upcoming events that we have for the rest of the season. Um, we, we invite a local winery in um, to set up a table to, to uh, have a tasting of their wines. And it, it just goes real well. Then people will go to different tables for the different upcoming Bible studies and such, just out in the parking lot. They can taste the wine. Um, we have food at different tables there. Um, we had like nine different tables set up there this year. We had one for CCD registration, for the um, new confirmation program, for if you're interested in baptism and marriage prep, um, the um, choice wine couple study and TMIY study, uh, a youth group one. But there were nine different tables, and each one had a different snack on it. Um, the young adults table even had mimosas at it as well. So, and we also had a raffle for the adults. So we had little slips of paper, and if they went around to each booth and got a signature from them, they were then entered into a drawing to win 10 pounds of Buffalo Burger. And then we had a little jar full of candy for the kids, and they got to guess how many candies, and whoever was the closest won that. So Seems like adding a lot of those little fun things, Some fun uh, things make it a lot more welcome. <laughs> Living Rosary and Living Stations with the Parish Pot Luck. Um, we just had our Living Rosary last Wednesday evening. And just, you know, like Jim was talking about, giving them an opportunity for that encounter with Jesus. We were talking afterwards, you know, that that is probably some of the only rosary some of those students will do in a year is that Living Rosary. So just giving them that encounter, placing them in the presence of, that, of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, and just letting them be there and just, you know, have that time with him and that prayerful intercession of our mother. So mm -hmm. just giving them those encounter, encountering experiences. Um, we have like five <coughs> minutes left. I'm not even sure how we're going to get through this. Um, St. Mother Teresa canonization prayers. We're just going to... Um, personal invitation. Let's talk about this one. Personal invitation to new parishioners. You need to be aware of the people, the new people that you have coming into your parish and your existing parish members. What are their gifts? What are the gifts God has given them? And how can you invite them to be a part of your um, hospitality team, faith formation team, whatever it is? We had some new families move in this past year, just on fire young people. And we invited them to be a part of the faith formation team. They are now teaching confirmation, confirmation with our high school students. It is incredible. Mm -hmm. So being aware of those people and the, your present members too, you know, what, what kind of gifts do they have? And then personally, of course, personally inviting them. Choice Wine and TMIY, we had a tremendous uh, showing at our 
the choice wine was, was awesome, uh, offered by Paradise's Day. Um, we talked about that at, at Pastoral Ministry Days. We had 32 couples attend on a, for a nine-week study. Uh, we offered child care each week. It's, it's, uh, we had a half-hour social beforehand where we, you could bring your own drinks. Um, and then we had the presentation and then small group study. And it just it, it went so well. Um, we have about 28 men that go to our TMIY. Every, uh, there's not 20, there's 28 registered. Um, Wednesday morning, six o'clock at uh, Sacred Heart Church in Burke, um, six till 7.15. I think we're gonna just let you look at some of these. We're not gonna even have time to talk about them, um, but we'll just bring these up here. Ruth talked about restroom signage, one of the, some of the most important signs in your church. We, after we met with our hospitality team, we put up signs, we put arrows to where the restrooms are. Bibles and book studies. Um, we just took, we had a baby shower. We took three large boxes of gifts to Catholic Social Services. Just, yeah, you can kind of read these. Yes. Um, the, the brainstorming names of parishioners, we talked about that. Um, that is, we have learned that we need to get together as small groups and we need to brainstorm ideas and brainstorm people to call. And, you know, I remember one time I called nine people, nine, nine couples to help um, chaperone the kids for a choice wine one evening, and it was a no, 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 but on the 10th one. So you just need to, you just need to brainstorm. We had a list of names, and I just went through and we made the phone calls. Yeah, and that personal invitation is just so in important. Um, now some of our youth ideas. King's Kids during Mass, what I'm referring to there is that Right before the Liturgy of the Word starts in the readings, Father will have all the little ones, usually about fourth grade up through second grade before they've received their first Holy Communion, come up. And we have two high school students and one adult volunteer take those children to a different area. It happens to be downstairs in our church. And they go through the Sunday Gospel reading. They give them little handouts and go through the Sunday Gospel on their level. And that's just, you know, that's really nice for parents that you can kind of take a break and really focus on the homily that Father is giving you. Children's collection, um, just make those kids feel happy to be there. It's joyful. Uh, the parish always loves the children's collection. Easter egg hunt after Sunday Mass. Um, this next one, the youth and teacher meal provided each week. This is huge in our parish. Each week we feed about 55 students um, we have everybody that is a part of the program sign up and take a week and share with another family. But I tell you what, we've had just, the kids love this. We have praise and worship music going on. We feed them before we um, go into the classroom. Young kids, young boys come in after sports and young girls and they can eat, eat a healthy meal right before CCD. It's just a tremendous asset. The Y Disciple program, inviting their non-Catholic friends to attend. Wheel of Faith, let's click on down. The Wheel of Faith, we, we made a six foot tall um, prize wheel. And we'll have a picture of it here later, but we use that a lot. We change it this year. Uh, it's called the Wheel of Mercy. Last year it was the Wheel of Faith. Um, we go with the theme. Um, there are 24 slots on there. Um, we'll spin it before each CCD class. Kids have a chance to win prizes and learn about their faith at the same time. 
the kids are just will have from fourth grade on down will be hovered around the front of that wheel um, each week just anxious to spin the wheel we draw the name out of the hat one of the really cool things this year were it's the wheel of mercy this year so every week there's a spiritual or corporal work of mercy on the wheel and also the gifts of the Holy Spirit and if they land on one of the spiritual or corporal works of mercy that is everybody's challenge for the week so this last week they landed on feeding the hungry and visiting the sick so their challenge that week was to go out and do do something and we give them challenge ideas and then when they come back that following Wednesday we have a poster board with reminding them of what they were to do and then they sign up and they write their name and what they did and it is awesome what these kids are doing actually one of the teachers took the kids over to the nursing home and they went and visited the nursing home residents so it's just it's getting them active in their faith and knowing that that's they need to put their faith to action giving them that challenge mm -hmm. and then after um it's we draw out a name and they get a ten dollar gift card to one of the local places just also acknowledging the youth their different achievements whether our football team won the playoff game the band won first place somebody's mvp of the week birthdays yeah, yeah birthdays, birthdays big is a deal big for deal. little kids birthdays everybody gets a birthday treat the week of their birthday they come up they get saying happy birthday to and they give her a birthday treat giving those kids a pat on the back mm -hmm. um sending the college kids a text when their finals are going on you know good luck we're thinking of you and we're praying for you we send out newsletters um mini steubenville this is really yeah, we have a cool. mini steubenville event that comes up here in uh, november um where we we set up the space in the church. We have uh, adoration. We have praise and worship music, adoration, confessions. We set it up as as a, if any of you've been on the Steubenville trips. We set it up as a miniature of that, um, and we'll have uh, we'll have neighboring priests come in to do confessions. We'll have a a, a talk, a faith talk, and just reflection, prayer, music, um, just a very, uh, a very pizza afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that again, that encounter. We're just going to go, I think we're going to have to skip that one. This is just our Taste and See Ministry Fair. You can see Deacon Andy there in their wine, people out there milling around. Mm -hmm. Our young adults, again, the food and the drink there. Everybody had a poster there. CCD kickoff event in the park. Um, the potluck. Of course, in the game portion. You can see there's people of all ages out there, little ones, mm -hmm. old ones, playing games. Father, Father Godfrey. Godfrey. <laughs> oh, this was an awesome game. This was so fun. They had to spell out different words with their feet. <laughs> they were getting into it, too. Everybody got very well engaged. This is our Wheel of uh, Mercy. We have 24 spots on there. We have the spiritual corporal works of mercy. The kids spin it. It's about six feet tall. Uh, we do throw the, this. We throw some uh, on the corners here. A $10 bill is missing off the top because last week somebody spun and landed on the $10. And that's really a good teaching tool, tool then too because if they land on those money spots, we talk to them about tithing and needing to give 10% to them. Yeah. This is our screen. Uh, this is our living rosary the other night. Kids lined up doing the living rosary. We did have... Uh, we had the screen down uh, for that. Uh, it was a Vizio rosary. We projected images up there. I'm not sure if we have too much time for any questions because I think we're over. Yes. 
But um, let's draw for the door prizes real quick. Let's see, the basket's over here. Chelsea does that. I forgot to tell you about one of our uh, things. We're going to do a prayer chain. And I read to a lady who is blind. She's blind connected to the generation. I asked her if she'd like to be on that. And this was her comment. You know, when you get to a certain point in your life, often your church just drops you. Because she's physically not able to do a lot of things. And she said, with the prayer chain, I would then feel connected. Big wake up call to us. Is about how many families? I think it's about 140 families. You were there once. Yeah, Father Ed was there. You've grown since then. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's about 140 families. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Anything else to share? Okay. I have a question yes. with, because I'm also the SEP director, the Safe Environment Training. Oh, yeah. My biggest problem with child care is, is you have to have background checks and everything mm -hmm. else. So is there a... Takes time. We have to do it. Yeah, it's just something you have to do. Yeah. You can't work around it. Yeah. It's not fun, but yeah, it is. Yeah, so that's my biggest... Yeah. That's a hurdle. Childcare. It is a hurdle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, first we're going to give away the packet gospels, like Jim was talking about. We need to have our Bibles. And this goes to... Gwen Ray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of Hershey Kisses goes to Mary Harris Snickerbites Ray Summers and last but not least Myra Wickham some jelly that was just made last week three berries fresh strawberry raspberry and look around because I think on some of the chairs the snack is still there it should go with and we'll yes. close in prayer before we send you out. Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Well, dear Lord Jesus Christ, we just thank you so much for this time. We thank you for this event. Um, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. We uh, open the doors wide to our hearts. Um, we pray that we will all become reservoirs and not just channels. Um, we pray for the movement of the Holy Spirit in our hearts this weekend. Father, um, we ask for your intercession, Blessed Mother. We know that you are a reservoir of great love. Um, we pray that we may follow your example in becoming those reservoirs this week. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you for coming. Yes. Okay, we need to unplug.